Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Bushwhackers podcast. I am your host, Luke Furman, and today I want to talk about this idea of finding joy in and celebrating the success of others. You know, it's something that I, I think about quite a lot. I try to infuse into my life, and while we talk about this today, I'm going to, you know, relate a story from my previous volleyball and coaching career. So that's going to be fun for all you guys listening and watching at home. But first, if you are watching this on YouTube, really appreciate you. Would love if you subscribe to our channel, give this video a like, and leave a comment if you have learned something new um, or just want to leave your thoughts on, on this idea that we're talking about today. And we're also on all major podcasting platforms if you are listening to the audio-only version. So we'd appreciate you following us there as well. So today we're going to talk about what it really means and looks like to, to find joy in other people's work and, and to celebrate that as if it's your own. And, and I want to start by sharing a little bit of a, an evolution that I went through in what I call my previous life before I moved out here. Um, most of you, if you follow us, you may know I used to play volleyball. I used to coach volleyball. I played volleyball growing up in high school and, and uh, ended up coaching the collegiate game at the NCAA Division I women's level at my school, Indiana, Purdue, Fort Wayne. Um, I loved the game of volleyball growing up. It was quite literally my life, you know, much the way that the, the photo stuff is for many of you guys who might be listening today is, um, it was the only thing I did. It's the only thing I wanted to do. And, you know, I grew up with that and, and wanted to go play at the highest level I possibly could. Believe it or not, I had dreams of playing on the Olympic team, um, when I was younger and I thought I was good enough, but I'm only 5'11", so that was going to be a long road ahead of me if I was going to make that. But my senior year of high school, I had a knee injury, uh, a pretty significant tear in my meniscus, and that quickly derailed any of my plans to play long-term in the future. Um, and so a lot of what I had hoped to accomplish in my playing career was never going to come to fruition. And that was a hard thing for me to deal with for a very long time. Um, I mean, all throughout my coaching career, even. It just kind of stuck with me for as long as I can remember. And as I got into coaching, you know, I was, I mean, I was coaching all the way back in high school, but I gradually grew up into the levels of the, of the college ranks. And the more I got into that, the more I was removed away from a lot of my past experiences with the game, and I started to see a lot of things differently. And really, when it came down to, as I was growing away from the game and starting to be ready to give it up, I got to this point where when I was watching and, and, and observing all of the people around me play and, and interact with the game, that... I started to find a, a different kind of joy than I'd ever experienced with it. And the best example I can give of this is with a, a good friend, um, Colby Knorr, who was a guy that, you know, he's, I think, two years younger than me. He was a guy that I played a little bit with growing up in, in club ball. 
you know, we knew each other, interacted a little bit here and there. Um, and, uh, you know, he ended up playing for the men's team at my college. And so I, I got to see him grow in the game from, you know, maybe the age as early as 15 all the way up through his senior year of college. I mean, that's a good, what, seven, eight years, depending on, you know, who you are. Um, and there's a, there's a long time in there. And getting to see him develop throughout that entire time frame and, and get to accomplish everything he did as a player, and he was a phenomenal player, um, was something that hit me unlike anything I'd ever experienced in the game before. You know, I remember being in the bleachers one day in his senior year and watching him have a, a great game, He's super happy, energetic, you know, much like I was when I played. And it kind of hit me that, like, something deep inside me was, was kind of moved and, and touched by that. And what I had realized then was that the greatest joy that I had ever felt in the game of volleyball, and this is to some degree thanks to, to my career in coaching, was the fact that I got to see someone like that grow up through the game, know where they started from, get to see where they finished, and accomplish many of the things that I wished I could have accomplished myself. And it might sound a little strange to say that because, you know, I think it's easy to maybe feel jealous or envy because of that some of that, that stuff, but I knew what those things meant to me. And because of that, I knew what it meant to him. And I could not have been happier for him in that moment. And I never would have reached that point had, you know, I just been a player, you know, the entire time. Nothing ever happened. You know, coaching and eventually learning how to give up the game that I was falling out of love with helped me get to the point where I could start to actually find joy and, and love for the game in a different way and a much, I think, uh, grander, healthier way than I ever had. And it was now not so much about me as, admittedly, my entire playing career was. Um, you know, it was about him and, and many of the other people that, you know, were involved in the game on that team or on my team that I coached. You know, the joy that I could now find was not something that was solely mine. It was everyone else's as well. And it was a really big turning point in, in what I would say my coaching career, but also just in life. It was the first time that I truly felt a, a genuine amount of joy because of nothing that I did, but because of something that someone else was achieving. And so I want to relate that to today and something that happened um, this last weekend uh, when we went up to hike Lake Blanche here in Salt Lake City. There were five of us, I think, on this morning. It was me, Brad, Road Dog, um, Carl, and shoot, who am I forgetting? I'm so sorry. I oh, know we had five. Oh, Santos was with us. Um, but we were all up there having a great morning. It was a beautiful day. And there was a moose in the lake. And as the morning went on, we shot our sunrise photos of, of the peak and the lake. And the moose decided to get out of the water 
and go up the mountain a little way into some brush. And as soon as the moose was getting out of the water, both Brad and Carl decided to chase this moose. Not like up close. They were being safe. But they were chasing the moose around to try to get a good photo of it. And Brad stopped short. And he came back early. And Carl just kind of left us for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. And he came back a little later. And I told the group, watch, he's going to come back. And he's going to be like, hey, I got an amazing shot of this moose. And he's going to be all happy and stoked about it. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. He came back and he's like, I got this shot. And he was showing this thing, this, this photo to us. And we were all just like beyond stoked for him. And it, we, we told him it was the shot of the day. It really was. Like, you know, no one else had that shot. He worked for it. He earned it. And it's one of these times, and I've had many of these now, where I see someone like that get the photo. And I, I'm just, you know, beyond stoked for someone to, to get something that they were really wanting. And this, I don't have this photo at all. It's not on my camera, you know. It's not a photo I really needed to go get. But because I have photos like that in the past where they mean more to me, I know what that kind of a photo meant to Carl. And because of that, I can understand some of the, the, the joy and excitement that he's feeling. And that is a tremendous feeling to have. Because this whole photo game, while a lot of it is a very solitary pursuit for many people, even just the act of, you know, getting and sharing photos, um, you know, it, it, to some degree, it, it kind of, I think, breeds a little bit of selfishness in a lot of us. And some of that's okay. It's our pursuit. But a lot of times it, it takes us away from truly celebrating other people's stuff for the sake of actually just loving it and not, you know, especially on social media, just trying to make sure that, you know, we're all trying to stay connected and people see us as well. Um, you know, it's just, it's one of these very rare moments where the four of us were extremely ecstatic for Carl in getting this shot. And there's nothing more pure than that. That is what I think helps really build strong relationships. And it's something that I focus a lot more on these days because I am starting to fall out of love with the art of photography now, just like I did with volleyball. And now that I can really take a step back and not feel like I'm competing with anyone anymore, it's something that allows me to see that and not be jealous that he got that shot or jealous of the conditions that other people get. I can see that photo and be like, wow, I love it. I'm so happy for you. I'm happy that I'm happy. And it just, it helps breed a ton of positive energy that you can infuse into the situations that you're in with other people. And I think it's a big reason why we've had a lot of success building a community here in Salt Lake through Bushwhackers. You know, I've met some amazing people out in the field, in the middle of the desert, who knows where, and they've become great friends. And a lot of that now for me, I think, stemmed from the fact that I really don't care about the photos as much as I do about the people and what they're trying to do. Um, you know, this last week, ironically, I think enough, today is the day it comes out. I was on a podcast um, with Corey Lynch and, you know, it's a, never thought I'd be doing something like that, but like, I think it's amazing he's doing that podcast and I want to see that podcast succeed 
because this game is not about me. It's about all of us. And if he can succeed, if, if Carl can succeed in his photography career, then we all can. I can too. We all benefit from each other succeeding. But I think a lot of times we just get caught up in what we're doing. And we don't take the time to celebrate even just the minor successes that people have in their lives. You know, and this doesn't extend to just the photo game either, you know. Um, I look at Beatles, and, you know, he's one of my favorite people that we get to hang out with. Um, and he's got his kid, and I love when he sends me stuff of his kid. Like, it's, honestly, it's better than any photo stuff I get to see. It's just, because there's a relationship there. And I know that that stuff makes him happy, and it makes me happy to see that stuff. Um, and we have a few other people, friends, who have kids now or are having kids soon. And when I hear stuff like that, it's just like, that is the most amazing news to me. And even though it has nothing to do with me whatsoever, because it's not my kid, like, it just makes me happy. And I'll tell you what, when you can get to the point where you can start finding that kind of, of joy and peace in other people's lives like that, it's almost like there's an unlimited amount of joy and happiness to be had. And you can find that everywhere you look. And I think it's something that we, we all just need to try to do a little bit better on. You know, again, I am starting to fall out of love with photography, not care nearly as much. But when I'm out with other people, I'm trying to make sure that, like, I am enjoying being with them. And, you know, when Carl runs off, gets a photo, like, I think that's amazing. And, and like, in a way, I'm part of that journey now. And you can kind of infuse yourself into all these different stories and, and accomplishments just by trying to take yourself out of the picture and find joy in what someone else is doing. And, you know, to kind of wrap it all back into the, the volleyball example again, like, there's a really big parallel here. You know, Carl's a young kid. He's, he's 21. And... You know, he's a, he's a great dude. He's a good photographer. And I'm going to get to see him progress as he gets older and gets more experience. And he's going to become a phenomenal photographer. And I can see it, you know, with him and, and many other people. When they're out, whether it's in person when I'm with them or in their stories, I can tell that they are just loving everything they're doing. And that makes me happy. Even if I'm on my couch here watching their story, Seeing that stuff makes me happy. And there are a few things that I think compare to what allowing yourself to, to feel that kind of stuff will, that will change your life. Nothing's going to do, you know, gratitude and, and kind of selflessness like that it, are maybe the biggest things that will change the way you live your life and, and your general state of mind. And it's just something I thought would be relevant for a podcast episode is because it just happened. Um, but also because a lot of what we do when we pursue something like photography, and especially when we're trying to play this game on social media, it's not about everyone else. It's about us. And we lose sight of that. You know, we get stuck in this game. Where we're trying to promote ourselves and we don't take time to actually recognize all the amazing, good and incredible things that other people are doing. So that's all I got for today. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, you know, I was just kind of flying off the top of my head here. Uh, I have no notes today on like previous episodes. But 
I just think it's important to find joy in and to celebrate the accomplishments of other people, you know? Let other people, like, their stuff become part of your life as well, and you're going to find some amazing people to spend your time with and that you really cherish, and nothing beats that. And that's hopefully what um, we can continue to be all about, bushwhackers and building relationships in the community. And uh, when we get out next time, I hope that you can get something for yourself that I can take part in and feel great for you too. So that's all I got today. Again, if you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel, give this video a like. And now that you've heard everything, I'd love to hear what you have to say about all this. Um, and if you're listening to the audio only version on all the major podcasting platforms, uh, please go follow our Bush, our Bushwhackers podcast. Um, we'd love to connect with you there as well. We're trying to grow everything. It's a, it's uh, we're heading into fall. You know, we're getting ready for the end of year stuff and getting into 2024 now, which is wild to think about, but um, always trying to grow. So we'd love for you to be part of that with us and connect with us however you can. So signing off today. We'll see you next time.